There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 46% of Americans expect to leave behind financial obligations when they pass away. So it's crucial to make sure your family is financially protected. Policy Genius helps you find the right life insurance coverage by comparing options from America's top insurers with help from licensed, award winning agents. Secure your financial future with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get free life insurance quotes in just a few clicks. That's policygenius.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Interstate Batteries. From your truck to your trail camera and everything in between, if you have a piece of hunting gear or a piece of hunting equipment that needs a battery, Interstate Batteries has got you covered. You can go to a local retail store or you can go visit online at interstatebatteries.com. They have thousands of local retail shops all over the U.S., so you can go there as well. Interstate batteries, outrageously dependable. My name is Clay Newcomb, and I'm the host of the Bear Hunting Magazine podcast. I'll also be your host into the world of hunting, the icon of North American wilderness, the bear. We'll talk about tactics, gear, conservation, but we'll also bring you into some of the wildest country on the planet chasing bear. nationally we're kind of thought of as just a bunch of uh, hillbillies Um, so to retaliate that here in northwest Arkansas we've got a billion dollars worth of artwork at Crystal Bridges we've got James Beard award winning chefs I'm telling you we are highfalutin so let me bring my squirrels and cook them on your street (laughs) I like your style man I like it on this podcast we're going to go to a really special place We went to the World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off. And you're going to hear a lot of different things inside of this. We went around and interviewed almost all the contestants that cooked in this contest. So you're going to hear from these people and you're going to hear what they cooked. But we also met with the founder of this event, Joe Wilson. We talked in depth with him about the history of this contest, why he did it, and what it's all about. I want to talk to you for a minute about my friends at W Hunting Supply. W Hunting Supply is a company 
that sells all types of hound supplies and hunting supplies. W Hunting is based out of Washington and they are known for extraordinary customer service. Just this month, I was going on a big coon hunt and I had a collar die and they overnighted me a collar to Arkansas, no problem. When you call them, you're talking to real houndsmen that know and use all these products every day. But more importantly, W Hound Supply, and specifically Buddy Woodbury, the owner of W, they are extremely mission-driven for the purpose of preserving our hound sports. Really, W Hound Supply is a very mission-driven organization, and I have seen that over the last six years of dealing with these guys. So check out our friends at W Hunting Supply for all your hound and hunting needs. Also want to talk about our good buddies at the Western Bear Foundation. You've heard me say it over and over, but these guys are fighting the good fight out west for hunters and for bear hunters specifically. They're doing a great service out there. They're re-scripting the narrative in that region for what it means to be a conservation-minded bear hunter. They're our voice out there in a pretty hostile environment towards bear hunters. Become a member of the Western Bear Foundation and you will, you'll get Bear Hunting Magazine and you'll support a great organization. Check them out. The World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off was started in 2011 on a whim and a lie. Now in its ninth year, the event has attracted national attention and you could even say global attention. The event is held in Bentonville, Arkansas each fall arguably the Bear State's most uppity and high-end corner of the state. According to the founder of the event, Joe Wilson, that was done quite on purpose. The world's largest retailer, Walmart, is headquartered here and it's brought the attention and wealth of the world to the Ozark Mountains. Joe didn't want that to get to our heads or the region to migrate away from its rural identity. So at least part of the reason he started this obscure event was to counterbalance the trend. This is Joe Wilson. And then there's the aspect of Northwest Arkansas getting too big for its bridges. You look around, there's more Mercedes, BMWs, and there are pickup trucks. The irony of that is, is on a national level, Arkansas is 49th or 50th in every category across the books. So from an outsider coming here, they expect to, to be surprised when we got shoes on. Nationally, we're kind of thought of as just a bunch right. of uh, hillbillies. Um, so to retaliate that, here in Northwest Arkansas, we've got a billion dollars worth of artwork at Crystal Bridges. We've got James Beard Award-winning chefs. I'm telling you, we are highfalutin. So let me bring my squirrels and cook them on your street. <laughs> I like your style, man. I like it. He describes the World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off. Well, I'll tell you about my competition. The best way for me to describe it is a, a culinary event like no other. Um, we have complete freedom. So uh, it's a culinary, a culinary event with a meaning and a purpose. The purpose is, is uh, first, to show people that wild game meat done right. When I say done right, it's probably not like your mom or your dad cooked it. Um, most people are scared of game meat. 
They, they're afraid it's going to have disease or, or something wrong with it. Well, you, as a hunter, you know that we hunt animals typically during breeding season. We t- hunt animals during a migration. Now, if you can fly from Alaska to Louisiana, you're probably pretty healthy. I can't say that for a chicken leaving Decatur, Arkansas to Springdale, Arkansas. It's about 20 miles. They die in the truck. The stuff that we're hunting is as healthy as you're going to get. It's the cleanest meat we could, we could put in our bodies. With the community trending away from its original identity and trying to abandon its hillbilly roots, Joe has met some opposition. So, uh, so you know, we, we had this on the Bentonville Square in front of the very first Walmart, Five and Dime, for five years. This is a very ritzy, high-end part of Bentonville where the Walmart Museum is located. On a side note, this actually adds weight to Joe's stance on being there on the square. This museum displays Sam Walton's old Ford truck, complete with his original dog box. Sam Walton was a big quail hunter and an honorable and common man, despite being one of the world's richest people. And, uh, yeah, the mayor... The mayor called me on it and asked if I thought I was doing the right thing, and I asked him who he was ashamed of, if he was ashamed of me personally, or was it the fireman, the police officer, the school teacher, or, or the Walmart person who was cooking in the event. He didn't have nothing good to, you know, he couldn't. Really? He didn't, he didn't like it? No, because, you know, we had the Wall Street Journal coming to give me front page of the wall street journal now that's crazy i didn't file bankruptcy start a war nothing <laughs> i just cooked squirrels and uh he knew that they were going to try to drag us through the mud because you know it's an east coast bias paper uh, truth is they wrote their article and as far as i was concerned everything they wrote was the truth hmm. and i don't say that a lot about about, about media, media. <laughs> but uh yeah. it was absolutely the truth um, it showed what my goal was, was to promote small game hunting, to try to get kids into it, um, and, and we outgrew the square. So then we moved it to 8th Street Market, which was a, a giant venue. Um, we had it there one year, outgrew it. So now we're out at the Benton County Quail Barn, and we've got 100 acres. Uh, we got some indoor, some outdoor and, and it's perfect. You know, we counted. I had uh, the youth shooting group at the at the gate, and they clicked 1,900 vehicles hmm. Saturday. Hmm. So, uh, so that's a pile of people come out. Yeah. Not only to see the, the, the circus act that we, we provide, but they really wanted to try that squirrel. You know how this come about. We told a lie. No, I want to ask you specifically how it how it started well it it, it was me lying and, okay and you were a, you were actually you didn't know you were part of my lie but okay. you were part of my lie okay because do uh, tell well uh i'm known as the go-to redneck here in bentonville if uh, <laughs> if there's something redneck they know they could call me and i'll come up with it so uh bizarre foods for the travel channel with andrew yeah. zimmern had reached out to to the visitor center here in Bentonville and wanted to know about doing an Ozark edition huh. of Bizarre So he vision. called the visitor center. Yeah, their media Arkansas. department. That was a whole, whole big deal. So uh, they hooked him up with me. 
and uh, I become kind of the fixer on that show, right? Okay. So they listed out a whole bunch of items they wanted to see, and, and uh, the funny one was Crow. You know, that's right when our football coach, Bobby Petrino, got in a wreck. Crash. Yes. We lost our coach April Fool's Day, right? And uh, so in their research, it said Arkansas fans eat crow. You're going to need a little backstory. So Bobby Petrino became the head coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks, and we really started looking good. And it had been a while since we had. Petrino got caught in some scandalous activities and was fired. We figuratively ate some crow, and our beloved Razorbacks still haven't recovered. As a matter of fact, we lost last week to San Jose State. Yeah, I don't even know where that is. So they thought that meant that everybody here in Arkansas... They thought it was literal. We were tabling crow. And so the very first thing they wanted to see was a crow hunt. And I said, yeah, we could do that. And they said, well, how often do you cook crow? I said, I believe it's been twice. And uh, they said, so you don't do it all the time? I said, no, man. Poultry is 40 cents a pound. I said, we just we just don't eat crow. So I got Phyllis Spears. Yes. Who's a, a longtime legend in the state of Arkansas, yeah. outdoor chef. Got her to cook the crow. Uh, they wanted to do a rabbit hunt. I lined up a rabbit hunt. They wanted bear. Uh, that's when I got with Blake because yeah. Blake had a monster bear. And then they said, what about squirrel? I said, oh, you, you don't even know. I said, we cook the world champion squirrel. They said, how do you do that? <laughs> I said, well, we throw the world championship, which was a lie. Oh, it hadn't even started No, yet. no, hadn't oh, even started. Okay. So uh, they said, well, we want to film it. When is it? I said, well, when are you going to be here? <laughs> They gave a date. Hey, man, it gave me a week, and I threw together 20 teams from four states in a week's Is time. Is that right? Plus, we had to kill all the squirrels. What year was that? 11? 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, that, so was, that was the start of it. That was the start of it. I had no idea. We had probably six, 700 people show up to this warehouse, and, and we did what we do. We cooked squirrel. And uh, as you know, that show aired in 100-plus countries. And people got interested, um, had the Dr. Oz show call and asked if I could come to New York and cook squirrel. Is that right? Uh, oh, yeah. So what you're alluding to is that me and uh, uh, a buddy of mine were cooking bear uh-huh. for Zimmern on that show. And it was a similar thing. They called me, and they, at the time, I didn't know who Andrew Zimmern was. Right. I didn't have the Travel Channel. I didn't have cable or anything. Somebody calls me and says, hey, we're from such and such a place. We'd like to come and film you skinning a bear. Yeah. And I was I was immediately like stiff arming them. And I said, if you're looking for some toothless exactly. redneck to make fun of on your show, you got the wrong guy. Yeah. That's, I said that word for word. Well, to you her. know what? I said the same thing. And I think me and you share a lot of the same values. We're never going to trash where we're from. I'll never degrade where my kids go to school, where I Mm -hmm. work. It's not worth it, man. Joe went on to talk about the difficulties of the competition. The the biggest problem I have is maintaining teams. And uh, not because people don't have a good time. It's just if it's a chili cook-off, you could go to any grocery store and buy what you need. 
Um, it's not. It's a squirrel cook-off, and you can't buy them at the grocery store. And so since you can't buy them at the grocery store, that means you're going to have to put, no joke, some blood, sweat, and tears into it, go out yeah. there and, and get it done. Well, that's what I want. You know, from having a hunting background, small game hunting on a national level is in an absolute decline. Um, here in the state of Arkansas, it's like 7%, right? Uh, when I of was the total hunters of the total hunters, actually total small hunters. game hunt. Huh. And and when I was your boy's age, I woke up just itching to go tromp through the woods. And, you know, there wasn't a rabbit that was safe, a squirrel that was safe. Um, the only thing that would save them was that small amount of ammo I had in my pocket. Right. And, uh, we learned how to actually hunt. We learned how to know what was going to make us itch, know what we could eat while we foraged in the woods. That's where we learned how to mushroom and pick berries and do all this stuff. But what we learned was was how to aim at small targets and hit small targets. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I don't want to degrade anybody's way of hunting, but I'll tell you, sitting in a plastic box overlooking a, a five-gallon bucket of corn aiming third rib back and pulling the trigger it's never going to teach you what i learned right and uh that's the part that's the part as a as a culture as a country that's where we start losing our heritage yeah because you got to work for for your glory right and as a kid heck i never seen a deer you know I mean, if we did, we bragged about it for weeks that we've yeah. seen a deer. I can't leave the house and come to work without seeing a half a dozen deer. I dodge them trying to keep my fenders on my truck, you know. Yeah. But it wasn't that way. And, I, and I'm yeah. saying 30 years ago, there wasn't the deer. We have, we have a million deer, deer in the state in of Arkansas. Yeah. We harvested nearly 300,000 deer this year in Arkansas, which is – Pretty much a record year, you know. I mean, that's the way we're going. I bet you we didn't harvest 300,000 squirrels. And there's a heck of a lot more squirrels than there are deer. Why? Because yeah. you'd need 100 squirrels to fill up the freezer space that one single deer would do. Yeah. And uh, I guess I just blame people for being lazy. Yeah. Um, lazy by not taking the kids out. Lazy for not giving the kids the freedoms that we had as kids. I, my backyard ain't changed in 200 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's the same risks in my backyard today as there was when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And uh, I, I think that gets forgotten. What has changed is the way that the public sees us as humans with guns, right? Yeah. There's no more scary stuff out there in my backyard and i tell my wife that because uh, my daughter's 12 she's been hunting with me since she was four right um she, she doesn't have near the freedom i had hell you don't have the freedoms that that our dads had you yeah. know at our age yeah and uh i just think that it's time we maybe squirrel and small games a way to get back some of our freedom and yeah. and it's working i mean yeah. you've seen we had five six thousand people running around none of them were upset they were all happy there's every shape size color 
you name it comes to this thing. Uh, if you'd have told me in 2011 I'd had gay guys cooking squirrel at a squirrel cook-off in Arkansas, <laughs> I'd tell you that, that I don't think I would. Well, we've had it, right? Um, we've had doctors. We've had everybody. There's, yeah. I, I can't tell you who we haven't had. Right, right. And uh, that's because... You know, and I interviewed bunches of these cooks. Yeah. And uh, there were... There was all women teams. There were professional chefs that had restaurants. There were African American teams or Hispanic teams. There were the way I described as I said. There's old hillbilly teams that guys wearing overalls that probably eat squirrel every day. Right. There were uh, people that I talked to one lady who had a team and she'd never cooked squirrel before in her life until she started preparing for this event. You know what I call that? I call that America. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, the one thing that everybody wants, whichever side you sit on that fence, they always say we, we should always just come together, right, as a country. We do it. Yeah. And and with, I'm not going to say zero effort, but with very little effort, I ain't picking out somebody because they're black to come cook squirrel, right? They volunteer for it. Yeah. I mean, all these people do. And and I think that's where us as as uh, as an outdoor community, a hunting community, I say a tribe, right? And uh, as a tribe come together, everybody could come together together over food, breaking bread. It's yeah. kind of an old thing. Yeah. And, and so if if you can do the the eating side of it, we could get to people's minds through their bellies. Yeah. I promise you, brother, we have proven to hundreds and hundreds of people over the year that hunters just don't put heads on the wall, right? And and that's, you want to know one of my goals? Hell, that's one of my goals. I want to prove to the non-hunter. I don't want to change them. I'm, that's not my job, okay? That's, that's nobody's job. That's their mama and daddy's job. My job is just to prove to them that because we hunt, because we kill, you can't hunt without killing. That's right. Because we kill, we're not bad people. Um, there will never be an impossible squirrel like an impossible burger, okay? Yeah. That ain't going to happen. If you got the, the want to try game meat, you're going to have to kill something to get there. And... Uh, I just, if I could give you a sample of it, if I could show you a sample of the people who are doing it, the school teachers, the, the professionals, the doctors, the reverend, whatever it is, and just show you that it's everybody, it's our party. If you want to come to it, show up. Yeah. So, uh, man, it, it, this was my first time to come to it. And, uh, th- there, it would be it would be interesting to really dissect the what was actually happening with people but i usually don't like big events mm-hmm. i mean yeah, i'm just being like- honest with you like i if i were to come i would have come for an hour and been like yeah that was cool and you know tasted some squirrel went home but you know i i i committed to be i was on a team right i I committed to be on a team i didn't do anything i just they they did all the cooking but 
I came home and I told my wife and kids came for a, a short period of time, and I said, "Man, it was really fun." And it and what made it fun, and I'm trying to find the words to describe it. It was almost uh, it, all these people were here to eat squirrel, and it was almost so. It's like a carnival, ri- right? Ridiculous <laughs> and irreverent is not the word, but. Like you just felt like you could walk up to any person there, yeah. and I did that w- when I was interviewing people, and just like, why are you here? Yeah, and they they'd have a smile on their face and they'd tell you. Yeah, and uh, people walking around in squirrel outfits. You bet. It was an interesting dynamic of this this thing that was connecting people, and this thing was was wild game. Yeah, and this thing represented something that we all deeply deeply cherish as outdoorsmen which is our right to hunt our ability to harvest game for our families and and there were all these people who clearly weren't hunters oh this was this is not like a redneck party no i'm gonna say i'm gonna say if i was to guess i'm gonna say probably well i just told you seven percent of the state hunts small game right Yeah. yeah And they weren't all there. So I'm going to say that we're probably 90% non-hunter. That's right. And uh, and so if you're going to promote your your product to people outside of the hunting industry, um, it, it would be through us. I mean, if I go to, if I went to an outdoor show and threw this deal, I know who I got. I've got all the hunters, right? But that, that's never been the goal. The goal yeah. is is we've got to show everybody else that all of us, no matter what your genre of hunting is uh, or or even fishing, um, we're here to help the whole thing. And and you know, I was filming another show that that last week, and uh, he said, "What can I do to help you?" And I said, "Man, you ain't gonna like my answer." I said, "My answer would be take it all off TV." And I said, if you took it off TV, I said, you wouldn't hurt small game hunting one bit. I said, because we're not on those shows. Right. And I said, the reason is, is you don't need a $10,000 Ranger, a $5,000 scope, scent lock, everything. You know, I don't know who your sponsors are, but I'm just saying to small game hunt. Right. You could have a white T-shirt on, a pair of blue jeans, and and, and some bug spray. Um, you could have a shotgun, an air rifle, a twenty-two. Don't matter. You're yeah. going to see some squirrels, and uh, so there's no money in it. And no matter what the industry is, or or what politician it is, there ain't nothing without money. And so this deal, World Champion Squirrel Cookoff. It's done without money, yeah. and and uh, that's that's the weird part because no you know, b- no big outside industry wants right. to say we're cooking. If this Chip was the if this was the world championship whitetail cookoff, then oh. it would be massively influenced by all the people that were trying to to make money. That's right, yeah, you know, it's true. And uh, and and outdoor media, and and this is honestly what there's there's a few people inside of the outdoor media world and not a few more and more that are starting to realize that authenticity has more power and influence than bowing to oh yeah the mighty dollar of the industry man if you go out hunting look like
There were 21 teams in the competition, and I was able to get around to talk to many of them. They came from as far away as Florida, Texas, and Nebraska, even as far away as the Netherlands, all with hopes of being the world champion squirrel cook. The demographics and experience levels of these cooks were all over the board. The teams ranged from all women teams, to teenage teams, to serious chefs who owned restaurants, to Hispanic teams and African-American chefs, all the way to old hillbilly men and overalls who probably eat squirrel every day, even over to people who've never cooked squirrel before in their life. But they'd all gathered under one cause, squirrels. The hardline traditions of squirrel hunting are primarily rooted in the South, but squirrel hunters range all the way across the eastern deciduous forest. Gray and fox squirrels are the two species typically cooked. The whole event seems to come under this banner. Squirrel hunting is for anybody and everybody. You don't need money, great skill, or a faraway destination. It's every man's critter and the vittles are good. What kind of people would enter the World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off and what did they cook? You're about to find out the answer to both questions. I'm here with Jonathan Wilkins. We're at the World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off. The best squirrel cooks from around the world flock in to Bentonville, Arkansas once a year. Jonathan Wilkins is one of those cooks. What did you cook today, man? Man, I did a uh, I did a cart curried squirrel. I served that on top of uh, some duck fat French fries and paired it with a uh, squirrel infused duck fat vinaigrette uh, that I put on top of a, just a cucumber and tomato salad. Kind of helped cut the heat from the curry. Where'd you get your squirrels? Man, I shot about half of them, and my father-in-law shot the other half of them down in the swamps of Arkansas, southeast Arkansas. Is that right? No, I think I think we killed them all in Central, right around Little Rock. Okay. You double you double fried those uh, those fries too, right? Yeah, brasserie style. So you cook them first for like five minutes at two fifty. That'll get the inside kind of creamy and soft. Let them cool down, and then fry them again at three fifty. That'll get you crispy. Right on, man. Well, I wish you'd saved some for me, but I didn't even get any. Man, we can story. we can work it out. I can make it for you again sometime. Right on, man. All right. Well, we'll see. Good luck, man. I'm standing here at the Backcountry Hunters and Anglers booth with Ryan Pettigrew, Kip Kruger, and uh, man, you just turned in all your food. How you feeling? Uh, a, a little bit defeated right now. Uh, especially, I'm generally optimistic, but uh, we got a little focused on feeding the public. They were excited about getting some squirrel meat, and we kind of missed our timing on our turn in a little bit. But uh, Tell us what you cooked. It was awesome, man. I had some of it. I uh, appreciate it. We did squirrel carnitas and a little bit of squirrel stock uh, black bean uh, refried beans with it. Can you give us, uh, without giving away all your, your secrets, can you tell us a little bit about the process of cooking these squirrels? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the whole process, man, because it's uh, it's not that complicated. So we got a limited time frame to to get these squirrels tender, and you got to cook whole squirrels. So we're pressure cooking them in uh, uh, some a citrus heavy stock, and then we're uh, picking them off the carcass. We're reducing that stock down, tossing them back into that, and then getting a skillet searing hot with uh, with butter and, and oil and, and putting a crisp on them and then salting them up and serving them. 
Right. So you're serving them on like tortillas and chips. You were making some nachos. Kid. Well, for for the public, we did kind of nachos. We did a queso that had a uh, venison uh, burger in it that I had, and then uh, that's we we did the queso, put it on the chips, put the uh, the squirrel on top of that, and that's kind of what we served to the public. But we did a little bit diff- something different for the judges. So what are you guys gonna do when if you get the W? I mean, what's gonna happen? Is your life gonna change? <laughs> I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't even know what you win. I, I don't know what the prize is. You know, honestly, we were out. We were out here. Uh, will you quit your day job? Possibly. Where I would will. you move? Okay, if you win, you would. You would. You would sell what you got here. and nah. Move to. No, nah, I don't think I'd move. I, I, I like it a lot right here. There's lots of public land around. I've got private property to hunt. I mean, it's like we're loaded with outdoor opportunities here in North Arkansas. So you know. I'm fine taking my trips out west or whatever, and I'll just hang out here. Right now, what about you, Kip? For I, sure, if you win, it's going to change your life. I think we'd at least get T-shirts made, yeah, multiple T-shirts. Because guys' face faces yeah. that'd be pretty good. Because y'all got pretty good beards, yeah. big guys. Y'all y'all look good on a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah one T-shirt would probably wear out pretty quick. Because I mean, I'd probably wear it every day, everywhere I went. Well, your hats, your hats. So they've got these like. Old school foam rubber top, high top looking ball caps with a squirrel playing a banjo on top of it. That's pretty good stuff. Oh, it's fantastic. It's you, the internet, man. It, 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 it has changed the way we live. Yeah. Well, good luck, guys. Thank you. I'm here with Stan Krause. Stan was a contestant in the World Championship Squirrel Cookoff. Where, where are you from, Stan? Lincoln, Nebraska. You came all the way here from Lincoln, Nebraska. I have for seven years. Stan is in his 70s and wearing a pair of faded overalls. I'll be darned. What What did, uh, how did you hear about this? Well, I came this way. Andrew Zimmer uh, cooking show. Really? You saw it on Andrew Zimmer? Yes, I did. When The very first one. I'll be darned. Do you, do you remember the actual show that Zimmer did? On, he, they cooked bear on that one. Do you remember that? They, cook, they, they also cooked crow. Yes, 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 yes. I was the guy that cooked bear on that show, on that actual episode. I remember that show. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's wild that that's where you sat. Well, hey, what did you, uh, what did you guys cook? We made uh, myself. I made squirrel gravy, soup, squirrel soup gravy, and my son-in-law made a, a sandwich, a squirrel sandwich. Can you tell me a little bit about making your squirrel gravy? I sure can. I got the recipe out of a book. <laughs> and it's uh, it was uh, I'm looking for something a lot simpler than things I've done in the past, and this is so simple I just decided to give it a try. Well, what do, what do you think your chances are of winning here today? Well, I wouldn't want to put money on myself, but you never know. You know, there's oh, strange things have happened. Is this going to change your life if you win? It ain't going to change my life, but it's sure going to fill my pocketbook. <laughs> You even, I don't even know what you win if you win this thing. I have no idea what there's. I have. I don't come here for the winning or the losing. I come to play the game. Right on. Well, good luck to you, man. I'm standing here with uh, with Bud from Bucksnort, Arkansas. Have you been here before, Bud? Yes, we've only missed one year on this cookoff. Really? Have you ever won? We got third place, eleventh, and. Last one time. Last. One yeah, time. yeah, one time we did. Well, what did you cook this year? We cooked a uh, kind of like a Chick Fil A sandwich with a, a squirrel and uh, buttered buns, uh, sweet potato waffle fries. What do you think it takes to get the W here at the World Championship Squirrel Cookoff? 
just have to have a good dish. There were some wonderful dishes here. I mean, these people right next to us, I think they ought to win. And the ones right over there ought to win, too, because what I tasted was fantastic. Yeah. And it's all about fun and, and sharing and uh, just community. Man, there's just lines of people lining up crazy, to eat free squirrel meat. So if you get the W, how is it going to change your life? Bragging rights are going to be awesome. <laughs> good luck to you. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much. So uh, what's what's the name of your team? It was General Squirrel. General Squirrel. Uh, introduce yourself. I'm Ashley Jacobs. Danny Ross. Sarah Ross. So how long have y'all been to this event before? Yeah, we came last year just to see it. Ashley moved to Rogers, and uh, we heard about it, wanted to come see it, and then we decided to compete this year. So where are you guys from? From Carthage, Missouri. Okay, Carthage, Missouri. Yeah. Okay, yeah. drove a couple hours. Yep, yeah. we brought Missouri squirrels. Oh, Missouri squirrels, okay. okay. <laughs> squirrels. They're better than Arkansas squirrels? No, I won't say that, but they are Yankee Yeah, they're squirrels. better. They're better. <laughs> um, so what did y'all cook? We made uh, General Squirrel, General So Squirrel, Oriental dish. Oh, okay. And then squirrel egg rolls and squirrel rangoon. What What is your hat? Uh, there, I'm looking at three bright red hats here. What do those hats say? Oh, you know, we've been living off the farm. We try to harvest and live organically as we can. And we dig it. They, they make squirrel great again. again. <laughs> <laughs> they cut you to the chase. Make squirrel hunting great again. Yeah, those are sharp. So, uh, what are your chances of bringing home the W to the World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off? Uh, pretty much a 100% chance. Okay. Yeah. okay. I think we won it. I like the confidence. Yeah. When you bring home the W, yeah. how is this going to change your life? Are you going to you gonna queen. sell out and move to California? Big no, never California, mansion. but I will be the Squirrel Queen. You will be the Squirrel Queen? I'm married to the Squirrel King. <laughs> well, hey, good luck. Third good luck. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, tell me, tell me your name. I'm Ben Walsh, Hunter Bookout, Jacob Franz. So, have y'all ever done the World Championship Squirrel Cookoff before? Uh, Hunter and I did it two years ago, but we didn't do it last year. And then this is Jacob's first year. Where are y'all from? We are from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay. So, what did y'all cook? Uh, we made a squirrel bon me with a scallion biscuit, uh, sriracha mayonnaise, uh, chili coleslaw, and. And a uh, Vietnamese caramel sauce. Dang, man. That sounds pretty legit. Yeah. Yeah, was no, it good? It was really good. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Where'd y'all get the squirrels? Uh, we hunted them. Um, we got eight in which we uh, all hunted and killed. Right on. Not all of us. Did, did, you, did you use a dog or just hunt them? Still hunt them? Uh, just hunted them. Just hunting them? No yeah, dog? Just, no dog? No dog just, okay, so what are your chances of bringing home the W today? Um, we actually died DQ'd. Yeah. Uh, because we... You got disqualified? Yeah, we... How do you get disqualified from the World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off? Uh, do tell. We prepped uh, beforehand. We didn't know we weren't supposed to do that. Yeah, oh, well, no. Yeah, you're supposed to bring either whole squirrels or just hindquarters, and we had pre-cooked and breaded our squirrels. Oh, no. So, the guy came over Dang. and was like, I'm really sorry, but I have to disqualify you. Oh, But well. we think that we did... Even if we didn't, if we hadn't gotten disqualified, we would have done really well. I'm certain of that. Well, that's not as good a story as I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say like <laughs> you like, you know, like I don't know, cheated in some like major way to yeah. get the W because you wanted it so bad. Hey, hey, don't tell anyone our secret. Okay, it's all bear meat. Yeah. Bear meat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you didn't get disqualified and you won. How would this change your life? could say I'm one of the best people on the planet at cooking squirrels. That would be a game changer. Yeah. 
just bragging rights on that one. One of the youngest people to win. Yeah, how old are you guys? Y'all, y'all are young. I'm 17. Okay. Yeah, 17. Okay. 16. Okay, right on. So y'all are all in high school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool, man. Well, good job, guys, for, for cooking some squirrel. You're going to be back at it next year? Um... Mate, probably, yeah. Come on, you got yeah. after the DQ, you gotta yeah. come back. Yep. Heck yeah. yeah. I wanna get that W. You gotta get the W. Alright, well good job guys. Right, thank, thank you. you. Alright, see ya. Alright, tell me your name. Kendra Valentine. Where are you from, Kendra? I'm from Kansas City. So have you ever competed in the world championship squirrel cook off before? No, I never have. For your first time. First time, yes. Now you got a big team here. We do. We Is have your family? Family and friends, yes. Okay. <laughs> You're going to want to pay special attention to this team. Right? Is this your husband? This is my boyfriend. Boyfriend? Okay. What's your name, man? Roger Avila. Okay. So where did you get your squirrels? My stepdad hunted them okay. and shot them himself. Are they Kansas squirrels or Missouri he squirrels? He lives in Paris, Texas, and he shot all the squirrels himself. Texas squirrels. Texas yeah. squirrels, I've yeah. talked to people. We've had Florida squirrels, Missouri squirrels. Uh, Arkansas squirrels, squirrels from all over. Wow. Um, so uh, so this is your first year in the contest. What did you cook? So we cooked a squirrel in chili roja sauce with dirty fried rice and squirrel balls. Squirrel, squirrel balls. balls. Squirrel okay. testicles. Now, oh, you're not kidding. This wasn't like a meatball. No, this is squirrel. This is like squirrel, squirrel nuts. <laughs> okay, well tell me the name of your team here. Uh, we are the Rawhide Nut Pirates. <laughs> Man, see, I missed this. I, I should have got in on some of this. Well, so, okay, so you turned in your your plate to the judges. We haven't heard back who's gonna win, who's won yet. What are your chances of bringing home the W? I don't know. Everyone's. We feel good, but everyone did a really good job. Every team's pretty serious, so I don't know. <laughs> I so, okay, so let's say you bring home the W. How's this gonna change your life? Um, we'll, we'll come back next sure. year. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sure it will become advent. Advent squirrel. You think this would like increase your street cred back in Kansas City? Yes. yes. Like big time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. You guys would be legends in Kansas City. <laughs> I've been to Kansas City. Yeah. You'd be legends in Kansas yeah. City yes, if you won the World Championship Squirrel Cook Off. <laughs> so, yes. Well, good luck to you. All right. Tell me your name. Esteban Spada. Your name? Mercedes. Doug Crouch. Now, are you guys family? Uh, nope. Okay. Well, pretty kind close. of, sort of. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so... So, this, we're married. Okay. We're from San Antonio. Yeah. I would say you are family then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that'll work. And we're from family. Springfield. And I'm from Springfield, Missouri. Okay. So, y'all came up from Texas. Yeah. yeah. San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. So, have y'all done a squirrel contest before? Very first one. Very first one. First cook-off. We haven't done nothing. <laughs> well, we, we had no idea what we were getting. So, how did you here. hear about this thing? Well, we camped here last year, right? Yeah. Last year we were here vacationing, and we heard some people at the restaurant next to us talking about this because it was it happened to be that day, and I'm an avid squirrel hunter, and I'm like, oh, we so got to do this. <laughs> so here we are. Right on. So uh, w- w- you, you got your squirrels from Missouri then? Yes, sir. Now, do you hunt with a dog? Oh, no, sir. Still I hunt out of my canoe. Do you really? Yes, sir. You can shoot it while you're floating down the river? Yes, sir. Oh, that's cool. Really works on your marksmanship. Yeah. So what did y'all cook today? Uh, We cooked squirrel enchiladas, and we had Anaheim peppers with squirrel sausage and hominy with squirrel nuggets in it. What are your your chances of bringing home the W? I'm really (laughs) hoping for ninth, tenth place, because I really want to go trout fishing with those guys from the Naughty Squirrel. 
<laughs> on the White River. Now, if you win 19th place, yeah. you get to go with them? Yeah. yeah. For real. That's it. For real. Like, a weekend at their what, what resort. It, first through fifth place gets a prize and then 19th. 19th. Is that right? So we're hoping for 19th. <laughs> oh, that's Because cool. I really want to go trout fishing on the White River. Okay, well, let's say you don't get 19th place and you win. And you bring home the World Championship, Squirrel, Cook-Off, W. How is this going to change your life? Well, I'm getting a new tattoo. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Right on, man. Yeah, yeah. World champion squirrel. So, will you be back? I mean, oh, yeah. oh hell yeah. yeah. We're bringing our A game next year. We learn a lot. Good. Well, hey, good luck. We'll see who we'll see who wins. Who brings in that 19th? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Tell me your name. My name's Greg Cockrum. Austin Bond. Natalie Morrison. So, have you guys been to this before? Yes, sir. Uh, four years for me, seven for Natalie, and three for Austin. Oh, man, y'all are veterans. Where are y'all from? Uh, not here originally, but from here now. So uh, have, have you won before? I mean, you've been here a lot of years. We played six last year as a team. Really? What's it take to bring home the W at the World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off? That changes every year. <laughs> Has to be something creative. Something uh, out of the box, out of the ordinary. Um and it's got to be good. I mean, it's got to taste good. It's got to look good. And it's really just, you know. Presentation. Yeah, complete box. Is it, is it, really you think the presentation, presentation absolutely. means a lot? Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely, yeah. Really? Yeah. So what did y'all cook? So this year we did a uh, chimichanga with a uh, queso blanco and pico de gallo over the top of it. We did a scotch egg, which is a soft-boiled egg. It's covered with squirrel sausage and then fried to perfect uh, golden brown. Then we also did a banana, uh, not a banana, a bread pudding that we did uh, candied squirrel over the top of it. That really looks good. They're showing me a picture of what they've done here. That looks incredible. Nice. Really happy with our box this year. I think it's the best one that we've put together yet, and I think we're going to do really well today. So, right on. Well, good luck to you guys. Thank you. Thank we you. appreciate it. Yeah. Tell me your name. Erica. I'm Natalie. And I'm presuming by all the purple beads and everything that you guys are from Louisiana. I went to college in Louisiana and lived there for about seven or eight years. So, yes, love the food and the culture. Okay. Wanted to bring it here. Okay. Well, yeah. I, you should tell them the story of Oh, why. yes. So our team name is uh, Two Squirrels Bienvenue. So there was okay. a sweet uh, family down there that kind of took me under their wing while I was in college and loved on me. and he died, and his funeral was Friday, so we were kind of wanting to win this one for him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So y'all live in Louisiana now? No, we live here now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So have you competed in this contest before? First year. First year. What, what pushed you over the edge to just put all your eggs in, the, in this basket and compete? My husband. Yeah? He told me that he didn't think I could do it. Oh, wow. Challenge accepted. That was risky, brother. I know. <laughs> yep. So, so are you, do, did you eat squirrel your whole life? Never eaten a squirrel, never killed a squirrel, never cooked a squirrel. No way. Yes, sir. So how did you get your squirrels? Um, my sweet nephew shot all of them for me. Well, that was nice of him. Yes. So, so did you test out your recipe before you came here? I did. Yeah. Yes. So what did you cook? Tell me what you cooked. Um, we had a squirrel and cream cheese stuffed jalapeno wrapped in bacon. Um, that was our appetizer. We had a squirrel jambalaya um, with also a squirrel shrimp and sausage jambalaya, I'm sorry, and a squirrel and sausage dirty rice. Um, our side item was a cream cheese provolone cheese 
uh, squirrel stuffed French bread. Okay. And then a dessert was a bread pudding with a caramel glazed bourbon uh, squirrel and pecan wow. topping. Are you? Do you like to cook? Are you like a chef? I like to cook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did it taste? It's everything I got to taste was amazing. Yeah. Didn't get to try a whole lot. Too busy trying to cook. Yeah. But. Okay, we're so awful. what's your chances of bringing home the W? Uh, one out of 21. I was about to say the same thing. One out of 21. Okay, I've been asking everybody else this too. So let's say you bring home the W. How is this going to change your life? Uh, my husband's going to have to sleep next to the trophy tonight. <laughs> well, good. Good. Well, good luck to you guys. Tell me your name. Ben Brainerd. Uh, Chris McMillan. And so, uh, what's the what's your team name here? The Spice Squirrels. Spice Squirrels. Now, you guys run a restaurant in yes. Fayetteville. Uh, in Rogers. Okay. We have, we have we have a couple restaurants in Rogers and a, and a few more down in Little Rock. Now, isn't it isn't it kind of like uh, like the pros playing in the amateur league for you guys being like real chefs? And it depends on the day. I, I, pros a big word. Well, we, on the way you look at it, because. Uh, I think these folks do squirrel way more frequently than we do. Okay, maybe you guys are the amateurs. Maybe we're the amateurs. Spoiler yeah. <laughs> alert. Ironically, these guys would place 19th place and win the fishing trip to the White River. Remember when that tattoo guy said that he was shooting for 19th place? These guys were great sports and gave the trip away to a kid that would end up singing the national anthem. Yeah, you'll hear it in a minute. So, uh, have y'all ever competed in this before? No, no. I've actually never cooked squir- squirrel until he and I test did some two weeks ago. Now, okay. growing up, we ate quite a bit of it, you yeah. know. So, but yeah. it was pretty standard. Bread it and fry it. So, uh, where'd you get your squirrels? We killed we killed three of them, and we we had uh, some friends kill five more for us. Okay. Were they, eight, uh, do you know if these were dog-treed squirrels or if these were still-hunted squirrels? These, these, these were organic squirrels harvested ethically from a tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're going to say. That's exactly right. <laughs> right on. So what did y'all cook today? We did we uh, did squirrel carnitas. So we braised, uh, we braised whole squirrel bone, bone in. Uh, in a in a bunch of chilies and garlic and Mexican oregano, little bay leaf, and uh, in a pressure cooker because we had a very finite amount of time. And uh, th- thanks to this young man, I was going to cook it in a big pot, and he's called. He's reminded me that I'm an idiot. We used a pressure cooker, which okay. cut our time in a half. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it turned out incredibly well. We we pulled pulled the meat off the bone when it was done. Then we fried it on that little. So y'all, y'all submitted everything. What's your chances of bringing home the W today? I think they're pretty good. Everybody, all the feedback I got said it was amazing. I, yeah. I, uh, I'm, I like our chances. Right. I like our chances. I'm shocked well. at the people that stand in like lines of 50 people to get squirrel meat here. You know, I where else in the world? Out. I'm not. I don't know where that place is. Yeah, I don't. Know I where just it assume it's staying here, man. This is great. We- okay, so, <laughs> so let's say you get the W. How is this going to change your life? <laughs> I, I, it's it's going to make it's. It, you know what? It's. I'm going to feel very very vindicated if we win this thing because <laughs> uh, uh, one of my partners, I'm not going to mention Scott McGee's name, said that we're crazy for doing this. Uh, but uh, but I, I would love to win just to spite him. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, guys. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. So yeah, tell me your name. Damon Brown. Carrie Fortenberry. And so uh, I assume you guys are from Louisiana because your shirts say L.A. Tree Rat Killers. Lower Arkansas. Lower Arkansas. I should have known it. I should have known it. So where are y'all from? Uh, I live in Fayetteville but grew up in southeast Arkansas. Okay. 
Okay. And I live in Hot Springs, but my husband grew up with him in South Arkansas. Okay. Okay. I was born in Hot Springs. Uh-huh. Yes, I was. They know each other, don't so, even know. So, have y'all done this before? You've done it since the first year. So, seven years. Yes. So, uh, have you ever won before? Came in third the first year. Really? So since then, it's been a little tougher. Yeah, there's more teams. <laughs> How many squirrels did y'all bring up here? Probably thirty. How did you uh, did you hunt these squirrels? Yeah. So did you kill them with, over a dog in a tree, or did you just still hunt? Still hunt. Still hunt. Yeah. I keep I keep waiting for somebody to say they treat a bunch with a dog because that's that's the way I like to hunt. Them. My husband had several with the dog. Yeah, okay. with the, okay. My husband's dog. So a few were dog treat squirrels. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. So uh, so what did y'all cook? We had Philly cheese squirrel stuffed bell peppers. We had not your average slaw and then pork. What is not your average slaw? It is. Isn't that like a thing? Well, it's like regular slaw and Asian slaw together with almonds, sesame seeds, and Raymond noodles. Okay. Crunched up Raymond noodles. Okay. That's not Very your average slaw. Right. right. So, Very good. So, uh, and then we had pork and squirrel jambalaya. So what, what's your what's your chances of bringing home the W today? I think it's one hundo. <laughs> I think it's one hundo. It was good. Yeah, it, it was, was good really stuff. good. Okay. So you feel you're feeling strong. I'm feeling pretty strong. Okay. So she came. He actually gave me a compliment. I've known him for twenty five years. <laughs> Never. I was like, Are you saying you like it? <laughs> you, you bring home the W. How does this change your life? <laughs> How's it change us? <laughs> It's not going to change me. My head's not going to move. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm hers not going to fit in this house. <laughs> yeah. And we'll have to get rid of her. And yeah. we're gonna have to be. He said I have to sleep outside tonight. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm going to be able to hear is her harping. Giggling like that yeah. all night. All night long. <laughs> with a snort or two in it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, hey, good luck to you guys. Thank good you. luck. All right. Tell me who you are. Adam Steele. And? Leslie Bell. Okay. Spoiler alert, this is my team, okay? So I've been on a team, but Adam Adam has for sure been the mastermind of this team. All I did was like, what did I do? I, pl- I, I shredded some squirrel. You shredded squirrel. We made you roll. I did, I did probably 25 summer rolls. Yep. You guys drove from where? Orlando, Florida area. All the way from Orlando, Florida. Yes, sir. Why, why did you do that, Adam? Well, uh, it means a lot to me to be here. Uh, small game hunting, um, I think, is a, a, a big step into being a competent woodsman. And uh, it's a good introduction for people that have never hunted, want to learn how to hunt, and want to be able to eat what they hunt. Deer hunting can be really tough, but small game, the, uh, the return on it, it's, it can be pretty immediate, pretty quick. So you can, you know, you can go out there, have a good time. You don't have to worry about being super quiet or being, an, you know, an expert woodsman. But you can get out there, hunt some small game, put some food on the table, and have a good time yeah. in the outdoors. Now, you're a wild game chef, though. You like to do this stuff. Yes, I do. Uh, we try to, we hunt a lot. Um, it means a lot to us to be able to get out and enjoy the land and have a great harvest and, and share that with others too so tell me about what we cook yeah, just tell okay me. we uh so clay hunted some squirrels in arkansas our mia teammate mr hazley hunted some squirrels in georgia and i brought some squirrels from florida and uh i bet we're the only team that had 
squirrels representing three different states. Very well could be. Definitely could be. And uh, you could tell by looking at them and just just the general... You get, you know, they were very they were different. different. They were very yeah. different. So pressure cooked the squirrels in pork and beef stock with lemongrass and ginger. So that's 10 mm-hmm. minutes at 10 PSI, and that'll get you to where you can pull the meat off the bone really easily. And then that was tossed with duck fat and peanut sauce and a little rice wine vinegar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, summer roll. Um just purple basil, carrot sticks, chive flowers, glass noodles, and rolled up in a Von Trang rice wrapper. It looked awesome when it was done. And it's it's very versatile. You can do it with any small game, any wild game. What are our chances of getting the W? Uh, I'd say about 95%. 95%. Are you agree, in agreement I think we're going to go away with the win. Uh, also the reigning Indian River Lagoon mullet toss champion. So I'm really working on my resume here. Wow, wow, wow. Mullet toss champion? Mullet toss champion. What, is, what, what game is that? Throwing mullet in a hole. <laughs> mullet, the fish. The fish. Yes. I'm thinking the hairdo. Mullet okay. toss. Oh, there were plenty of the hairdos there as well. <laughs> so, I yeah, it's a, a lot of vegetarian friends, and since I've started dating Adam, I've gotten a lot of crap for as much hunting and foraging and stuff that we do. So it's really rewarding to be here. I never in a million years thought that I would be in a squirrel competition, but a squirrel cooking competition. But it's been quite an experience. I love seeing him do what he does because he's really good at it and it's just been really cool to see everybody and I think also it's great because a lot of people don't know that squirrel is as can be as good as it is and it also introduces people and lets them know that hey squirrel's not just something that's running around in our yard it can also be something that we can sustain ourselves from so it's great right on well good luck to us good luck to us good luck to us uh, tell me your name and your team name. Uh, James Worley of the Lim Bacon All-Stars. Lim Bacon All-Stars. Where are you from, Jim? Kansas City, Missouri. And you, how long have you been doing this? This is our fourth year here. Fourth year. Now, on your sign back here that says Lim Bacon All-Stars, I see that you were the world champion squirrel cook-off champions in 2017. Yep. My, my buddy Brett and I, we won in 2017. We stuffed a squirrel inside of a pickle and deep fried it. No. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, sir. How the heck did you find a pickle that big? Well, it wasn't that big a pickle. We uh, drilled it out and uh, put some uh, homemade pimento cheese with some squirrel meat, piped it in there, dipped it in tempura batter, deep fried it, and served it on a bed of uh, arugula with some crispy onions and honey mustard on top. We did an eight cheese mac and cheese on the side with a um, squirrel chorizo, and then uh, we did a chocolate-covered squirrel beignet for dessert. Man, that is legit. So, okay, so I've been asking all the other contestants. I'm, I've been saying, if you win, how is this going to change your life? You've already won. How did it change your life? Uh, well, our heads can't get too much bigger. We're, uh, we're pretty proud of ourselves. But uh, we just love it because it promotes um, eating a renewable resource and, and conserving nature. Uh, squirrels are one of the, the great resources in this country. They need to be used and we just like to showcase it can be beautiful and delicious. So winning is just a bonus and gives us bragging rights. But uh, uh, we're just happy to be here and have a good time. Right on. Uh, so what did you cook this year? Uh, we did squirrel three ways. We did a uh, squirrel wrapped in chicken skin. 
deep fried with um, buffalo sauce. We did a squirrel jalapeno popper. And we did a prosciutto wrap squirreled arancini with, uh, with rice. And then we did um, a cherry pepper stuffed with squash blossoms and cream cheese topped with a morel mushroom stuffed with squirrel and some Parmesan cheese on top. And for dessert, we did a uh, pecan ice cream with candied squirrel. That gum, man. Good, man. Wow. We fed, uh, after we got the contest done, we had people lined up all the way across the, the, the lawn here uh, feeding them ice cream and buffalo squirrel, and they were just eating it up. We ate every beat of, I cooked 26, 26 squirrels for this event, and there's not a piece of it left. 26 squirrels. Now, okay, were those squirrels uh, treated by dogs, or were they no. just still hunting? Just still hunting. Um, all gray squirrels from Missouri. Um, I just like to shoot them in the head, get them up close, shoot them in the head. Right on. Now, are you are you like a chef, a cook? Or? No, I'm just uh, I'm just a foodie, and I've, I've been eating squirrels my whole life. My buddy Brett is the chef, and he brings all the creativity and talent. I just bring the squirrels. Okay, in the good looks too, you know. Yeah. yeah. Now he 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 was wearing a full squirrel costume earlier. Yeah, he, he gets into it. He he's uh, he has no shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or pride or brain. Okay, so uh, what are your chances of bringing home the W today? Well, I made a mistake um, that may cost us the win. Uh, I forgot to toss my uh, chicken fried squirrel in the buffalo sauce, and we turned it in and forgot that we'd forgot to put sauce on it. Man. But the rest of the box was as solid as could be. So uh, I think we got a good chance of being in the top ten for sure, if not top three. So yeah. yeah. So what do you? What are the prizes? What do you win? Thousand dollars in bragging rights for first place and five hundred for second. You're gonna have to get a new banner if you win. Well, we took second place last year. Well, you need a new I banner know, we anyway. Need to add to it. We just need to get some little post-its on there and add to it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So or eventually we get two more banners. We can have us you know surrounded the whole thing. Get windbreak in there. So <laughs> okay. So you led the. Squirrel, squirrel skinning competition. Yes. Tell me about that. That was the well. I think that uh, sportsmen take pride and and be able to take care of the game and fish that they get, and um, taking it from the field to the table is, is a major step. So I uh, came up with this idea for a squirrel skinning competition. So we had eight folks step up and uh, we went head to head, and it was a mess. The squirrels. Uh, uh, when you try to skin a squirrel fast, you make mistakes. So there was a lot of mistakes made, but they finally got them skinned, and uh, uh, it was a good time. We had a whole crowd of people walking around watching, and um, the winner came from Georgia. Uh, yeah, he won. Uh, he had a really good hair. Really you good. do the, the tail method? Yeah, did the tail method. We had a couple people try to cut them in the back and pull them that way, and they pulled their squirrels in half trying to go too fast. Well, cold squirrels uh, a lot different than – yeah, what's, be- what's the best way to skin a cold squirrel? not <laughs> the tail method is probably the best way but you got to go slow to to you know let to let that skin get off there a little easier when they're frozen but afterwards the fun part is a lot of people that didn't that wanted to learn how to skin a squirrel stepped up and i sat down and and uh, taught four different people how to skin a squirrel they skin their own squirrel uh, and they got to take the meat what's your fa- what how do you teach them what method do I you do the tail yeah i do a two person or one person holds the legs describe that to me so you grab a hold of the legs and i grab a hold of the tail and i cut you know just right behind the the anus and then peel him on the back, take his little squirrel sweater off and cut his head off. And uh, and then I take his little squirrel britches off and uh, gut him. And, and I like to quarter him. I like to break him up into pieces because the back legs are different than the front legs. And the back strap is a little different than the rest. And then the rib cage is really good to make squirrel stock out of, to make soup, like dumplings and stuff like that. Okay, I've got a question for you. There was a, there was a question that came up on another podcast I was on the other day about what to call the section between the ribs 
in the hind quarters. You know, That's kind the back strap, man. Back That's strap. the back strap, squirrel back strap. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever heard it called the saddle? Saddle. Well, the saddle is actually if the legs are still attached. So the saddle is like frog saddles. You get frog legs that have the whole, they're attached together. So that's your saddle. So once you break it down, you got your two back, your hindquarters, and you got the back strap, the tenderloin, if you want to call it that. Okay. So do you, but, just, do you just cut that little section out? No, leave it whole. Yeah, leave that chunk whole. Leave it on the ribs? Yeah, no, no, no. Take the ribs and separate that. So from the ribs to the tailbone, that's your back strap. And then the ribs, there's not much meat on the ribs. Right. And the bones are real small. So I just use that for stock and strain it. So you don't get the bones in there. Uh, and then the front legs uh, are good. We made a little buffalo chicken uh, wings with it today. We had a hot sauce eating contest, too, today with uh, squirrel front legs, and we did the front legs with that. Um, but the back legs where all the meat is. That's that's where the good squirrel meat is. Well, hey, good luck today, man. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Fingers crossed. All right. As I walked through the crowd, I saw multiple people sporting full-on squirrel costumes, complete with four foot plus tails, pointy ears, and completely furred garments in true squirrel color. None of these people worked for the cook-off. It appeared to be completely voluntary. Um, I'm standing here and I've met a lady that has a full scale squirrel outfit on. Can you can you tell me your name? Kristen. So are you from Bentonville? I am, yeah. I lived in Bentonville for the last four or five years. So have you been here before? Yeah, this is my second year in a row. So tell me about the outfit here. First of all, let me say, you're not the only person that I've seen wearing a full-scale squirrel outfit. So this is, like, not that unusual here. But, uh, yeah, so tell me about it. Well, last year was my first year coming, and I don't know. I just had a whim. I said, I'm going to make an outfit, and I decided to come. And um, I wore the same outfit last year, and I don't think I saw anybody with an outfit last year. But um, I get stopped by a lot of people and have people take my picture with them and stuff. So you made this? Yeah. Right on, right on. Are these your kids? Yeah, these are... No squirrel outfits for the kids yet? Not this year. Next year we're hoping to do squirrel outfits for the girls and maybe camo for the boys. Perfect, perfect. At 3.30, the winners were announced. The crowd gathered. The national anthem was sung by a volunteer, a young boy, probably 11 years old. At one point, he forgets the words, and the crowd chimes in to help him along. you coming up with your uh, fishbowl. We're going to give out third place. I'm pretty sure this is a first time winner. And this would this would be the old Nutty Cheek. Come on up. <laughs> nutty Cheek, third place squirrel squad in the whole dang world. Congratulations. Nutty Cheeks told the crowd what they made. Squirrel enchiladas. We had Anaheim peppers with we then moved to second place in the world. Second place is going to get a trophy. They're going to get 500 American dollars. Second place goes to Big Time Barbecue. Shane, tell us what you cooked. This is twice I've come in second. The first time was by one point. You're going to get better. Oh, I'll get better, but I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit because that young, young hand 
singing the national anthem. And when, when he forgot the words, the crowd chimed in. Yeah. I'm proud to be second today, but it's just too, too cool for me to talk about. I'm sorry. This guy was so choked up by the kids singing the national anthem that he didn't even tell what he cooked. He cooked old-fashioned squirrel and dumplings. We've reached that time that we've all been waiting for. We had some stuff that was just up there. And we some, had some other stuff that struggled. So when you're cooking in this event, a couple things to remember. Put squirrel in your side dish, okay? If you didn't do that, you're not going to be the one I'm calling right now. Second, just relax a little bit. Don't get too cute. Try to make it right. And try to make it just as good, if not just a little bit better than these guys right here, the Rawhide Nut Pirates. That's right. He said the Rawhide Nut Pirates. Holy cow. Let's hear what you guys cook from Rawhide, Texas. Can you tell us? Can any of you talk right now? So we made uh, two Rojo Braids squirrel, uh, which is my grandmother's recipe. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, just a taco with mole, just mole black beans with queso fresco and cilantro and pickled onions. With uh, the side dish was uh, dirty rice with uh, squirrel. That's right. Squirrel he said dirty rice with squirrel <laughs> testicles. I guess that would make it dirty. Afterwards, I caught up with the hey, rawhide nut won. pirates. <laughs> yeah, we did. Are you guys surprised? So surprised. <laughs> so surprised. Well, okay, so we talked earlier about how well, this is going to change your life. So, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. We'll be back for sure. Are you surprised? We're so surprised. <laughs> right on, right on. And honestly, we'll, we'll cook squirrel for sure for people. That was your grandmother's recipe? The, yeah, yeah. It was actually. So, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Joe ended by talking about the hunting experience in contrast with other activities that often fill our lives and specifically kids' lives. Oh, you're going to focus, breathe in a little, pull the trigger, yeah. watch it hit the ground. Then they come home, they clean it. Um, they go to school the next day, they're not talking about Fortnite, they're talking about the squirrel they, they, they hunted. You could remember every single deer, animal that you ever harvested. Matter of fact, you could look at a river and know which rocks you caught fish behind, right? Mm -hmm. For years and years. There's something in our brain that said that's where you get food. It sticks with you forever. Yeah. These video games and Chuck E. Cheese and Dave and Buster's, you just throw money in that deal and, and you don't remember it a week from now. Right. I promise you, you remember every little riffle in the creek and you could take your kids there. I say you cast right there, you'll catch one. Right? Yeah. Um, that's, that's the part. I could talk about it every day of the week. I could honestly tell people that if you got PTSD, don't go to the VA. Right? Come with me. Uh, if your mind needs to get cluttered with stuff, we'll clutter it with them rocks that got fish behind them, yeah. right? We'll, we'll, we'll give you something totally different to focus on. Um, 
if kids have these new problems that half the kids have, well, we didn't have that. You could blame it on what they're eating, or you could blame it on what they're doing. We could fix both of those with hunting. We could fix both of them, right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. if, if you're telling me it's because they're putting something in the food, I can guarantee you we don't have it in our food. And that yeah. goes from the berries to the to the mushrooms to the fish to the flesh, all of it. Yeah, it's right here for the taking, man. It's just like God gave it to us, um, and there ain't no big business that owns it. Hey, awesome man, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll have you back on here sometime for sure. Appreciate but it. I know you've never listened to the Barony Magazine podcast, but when we close, I always say keep the wild places wild because that's where the bears live and the squirrels that's right appreciate it we'll add the squirrels on today thank you yeah thanks joe the 2020 world championship squirrel cook-off will be held next year on september 19th in bentonville arkansas joe said the best thing that we could do for him would be to come and compete so Start storing up some squirrels, start testing out some recipes, and make plans to attend next year's World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off. Who knows? Who knows? You might be the world's best squirrel cook, but you'll have to come here to find out. You can keep up with the World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off on their Facebook page. Hey, you can do me a favor too. Tell all your buddies about all the fun we're having over here at the Bear Hunting Magazine podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review. And, hey, check out all our other stuff. Bear Hunting Magazine YouTube channel and Bear Hunting Magazine's print jewel. Actual print Bear Hunting Magazine. Check us out at bear-hunting.com. That's bear-hunting.com. You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com. It is where the adventure begins. Hey guys, turkey season is in full swing right now, and if you are planning on getting after it, make sure to pick up some Meat Eater Phelps turkey calls to stuff into the old turkey vest or into your fanny pack right now. I carry a few different things. I like to use mouth calls, and I like to use pot calls. Mouth calls or diaphragms, I like them because it gives you hand-free calling, meaning when you're working a bird up close... You can have your gun on your knee, finger on the trigger, ready to roll, and still be making turkey sounds. I like pot calls. I just like pot calls. I enjoy calling with a pot call. Whatever direction you go, including a box call, which I don't personally use too much, but they're fun and great, and I started out with them. Yanni, on the other hand, one of my main turkey hunting buddies, he loves box calls. And what's funny is I'll now and then look to him and give them the look that means get out your box call and find us a turkey. So it's not that I don't like them. I just have Yanni use his. Then I don't have to carry it. Go to Phelps Game Calls. 
get calls that are made in the USA, and get calls that'll get them close. Find yours at phelpsgamecalls.com today.